welcome to the ASCD podcast, supporting you on your journey as a life-changing educator. Here's your host for today's program. Hello, everyone. I'm Anthony Rabora, the Chief Content Officer for ASCD ISTE. Since the pandemic, student mental health has become an increasingly prominent concern in K-12 education. But what can schools do to more systematically and intentionally support student mental health? To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by Juan Diego Estrada, who is the Director of Wellness and the Upper School Counselor at the John Cooper School in Woodlands, Texas. He and the head of the school, Stephen Pop, recently published an excellent article in Educational Leadership on their school's strategy for promoting mental health and well-being. It's titled Four Pillars of School Mental Health. So welcome, Diego. It's great to have you on our program. Hi, thank you for having me. So in your article, you discuss your school's decision to create a school-wide strategy to promote student mental health. What was the impetus for this? Why did your leadership felt feel like it needed to be done now as opposed to what you were doing before? Well, what happened is that eight, nine years ago, before I got to the school, there was a student who graduated, went off to college. When she came back, took her own life. And this is one of those situations that shake any community. And I think as a community, our school realized that we needed to do more to support mental health because we are in the middle of a mental health crisis for young people. Mm -hmm. So the school decided to create a new position, a new counseling position with the idea of being proactive in developing initiatives to address this crisis. And that's what I've been doing for the last seven years. And the strategy you describe is built around four pillars, aware, active, accepting, and available. And what they have in common, I think, is the importance of better and more open communication and knowledge sharing around mental health. Why is that so key? I think one of the problems when we talk about mental health is the lack of awareness of what it is, why it's important, and also the stigma around mental health challenges. So we thought that we needed to make the entire community aware of why mental health is important and how mental health is just one aspect of our overall well-being and that there are many things that we need to do to take care of our mental health. So awareness became the first step in a process and it's kind of like turning the light. You need to be able to see if you're going to make progress. So you need to destigmatize mental health challenges Mm -hmm. and present mental health as just one aspect of your overall well-being. So we use the image of the wheel of health in which you see all the different components of your health and how they are interrelated. So you have what you eat, your nutrition, your rest, uh, your physical activity, you have your physical environment, Mm -hmm. and you also have your mental and emotional components. And one of the problems that we have is that most people never learned skills to take care of that aspect of their lives, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's, it's such an important aspect, mental and emotional well-being. So I think the first step is to realize that mental health is just one aspect that is inseparable from the rest of your life. And therefore, we need to develop skills to address it. 
So you highlight a number of really good resources and organizations that informed your strategy and your work. And I encourage listeners to check these out in your article. But I'm curious, how did you go about identifying and vetting these resources and partners you work with? Because we wanted to have a whole school approach, we decided to bring an approach that was designed to teach everyone so that we could develop a collective mindset. And that's why we decided to partner with the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence because they had developed an approach that starts with training the adults and that is based on developing a shared mindset that says emotions matter and teaches why the emotional component of our lives is so important because emotions influence learning, attention, memory, decision-making, relationships, even our health. So once a community understands that component of your life is so influential, so important, Mm -hmm. then it makes sense to engage in the process of developing skills. We liked the ruler approach out of Yale Mm -hmm. because of that, because of the whole school perspective. So what would you say were the greatest challenges in putting this strategy in place? I think the biggest challenge is that we like to go very fast And we want to find very quick solutions for problems that don't have a quick solution. And it takes time. So I think one of the challenges is that we want to go too fast. And we want to do things that perhaps don't make sense for a community. So just taking the time to really develop the right mindset is kind of like preparing the soil so that you can be more productive. And I think another challenge when it comes to mental health and talking about emotions is, again, that we didn't really receive much instruction and much education in those aspects. So there's a lot of ideas that probably need to be modified to develop the right mindset. Did you need to work to gain support for this framework among teachers and parents, for example? Yes, I think it was something very new. When we started, it was really bringing an approach that it was very new for many people. Mm -hmm. And that is why it's very important to start with the adults and to spend some time really developing the right mindset with adults and educating the adults. But I think that given the mental health crisis in young people, the very scary statistics that we have, and also that we had a pandemic that actually brought to light many of the mental health challenges, like I think they became much more evident. And I think many schools really realized that we needed to invest more in mental health in schools because of the pandemic. I think we were lucky that we started the process before the pandemic, and during the pandemic, we were able to see positive results. So how have students reacted to the program, and what has this told you about what they need? Well, in addition to using the ruler approach, we partnered with Active Minds, which is probably the main nonprofit organization promoting mental health awareness and trying to change the conversation around mental health. So through Active Minds, we were able to provide leadership opportunities for students to get them really engaged in this process of, number one, developing the right mindset, and number two, incorporating skills, learning skills, and teaching skills to others. And also working on the last A of being available, 
having students who are willing to reach out, who are willing to help each other and promote the message that no one is alone, no one feels alone and that they have to deal with challenges on, on their own. Did you try to connect this plan to the school's main work of teaching and learning in any way? That is a very interesting question because it's much more connected than we might think. Last summer, the whole school read a book titled NeuroTeach mm -hmm. that explains how we need to teach with a brain in mind, right? And whenever we talk about social and emotional learning and whenever we talk about mental health, we cannot separate that from what happens in the classroom. So how we feel is going to have an influence on how we pay attention and how we learn and how we remember. So it's really inseparable. And I think that when people see that reality, then the work becomes more meaningful. So what benefits have you seen from the strategy at this point? Are there things you can point to to tell you that it's working and it's had a positive effect? I think that it has turned our community into a community that really values wellness. Wellness understood as the process of engaging in taking steps and moving towards well-being individually and as part of a community. So I think that now we have teachers, students, and parents who really understand the importance of caring for yourself and caring for your community and the importance of being aware and developing skills to do that. So as we've been talking about this, this is obviously a common concern across K-12 education. So what advice do you have for other school leaders who want to take a more intentional and comprehensive approach to promoting mental health in their school? I think that framework of the four A's that we use in the article of how are you going to make your community more aware of the importance of mental health and how are you going to make them aware of mental health as another component that is inseparable from the rest of your life and from your overall health? And how are you going to get the whole community engaged in taking steps and moving towards enhanced greater well-being? How are you going to promote the idea of being an emotion scientist in the sense of you want to be curious about emotions and you want to accept that life comes with plenty of positive emotions, but also negative emotions. In fact, we don't talk about positive and negative. We talk about pleasant and unpleasant emotions. Right. Because if we say that an emotion is negative, we automatically just want to avoid it and move away. And many of the emotions that we call negative are not negative per se. They are simply unpleasant, but they really make sense for the situation that we are in. So that idea of becoming an emotion scientist as opposed to an emotion judge, and then how are you going to train your community so that they can be available to each other and then available for themselves? How are you going to have a community in which no one feels alone, that they all understand that whenever they have a challenge, there's someone there to support them. So I think those four A's give you a vision of the path that you can take in creating a healthier community. That sounds like really good advice. Juan Diego Estrada, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your expertise on this very important topic. And thanks to all our listeners for joining us. We truly appreciate all you do for schools and students. 
to read Juan Diego Estrada and Stephen Pop's article, Four Pillars of School Mental Health, go to www.ascd.org el.